You are listening to Lone Star Community Radio on 104.5 KCZWLP Conroe and 1061 KZCCLP Conroe and worldwide on IRLoneStar.com. everyone, I am Margie Taylor, Conroe Culture News, and we are at Lone Star Community Radio in downtown Conroe. Today is April 12th. So today we're going to talk with uh, Dr. Stacy Rogers. She has been our sponsor for a while, a period of time. I don't know, two years, three years? Seems like uh, quite a while. So we're, gonna, we're here with Dr. Stacy Rogers. We're going to talk about her practice and what she has going on. And then in the second half, we're going to have Montgomery County 911. And they do administer the overall 911 infrastructure for all of Montgomery County. So it's a big job. So we have three guests talking about that in their roles. One is from uh, the Conroe Police Department. One is from the Woodlands Police Department. And uh, Christy Dunn will be the training coordinator that's talking to us about how it all works works. So uh, we have uh, Stacy Rogers here with Roger Stein Chiropractic, and she has been our sponsor, like I mentioned, for a period of time. Uh, so she is located at 3302 West, da- 3303 West Davis. I knew that. There's all the threes. Right across the street from Conroe High School, right by Taco Bell on 105. You can't miss it. And uh, she is giving back $25 to CASA with every new patient. So we'll talk a little bit more about that. And we have a new sponsor. It is uh, Vinny Sinisi, Team Sinisi. It's an easy It's an easy name to remember. So they are real estate for the greater Montgomery County, buying, selling, investing a home. And he had a quote that I thought was kind of relative because Dr. Rogers also treats people that are involved in sports. And his quote is from... Um, uh, our former president of South Africa, Nelson Mandela. Sports has the power to change the world. It has the power to inspire. It has the power to unite people in a way that little else does. It speaks to the youth in a language they understand. Sports can create hope when they there's only despair. That's kind of thought-provoking, I think. You know, if you get out, it doesn't matter if you win or lose. But if you get out and do something, um, it can be inspiring, and it can, it can make a change in your being or somebody else's well-being. So a couple things going on. Uh, right now, uh, Stage Right of Texas is holding their performances of Nonsense. And this is uh, the second week of performances. It started on Friday, Saturday, Sunday. And that will end on April 25th. And then MASH will be playing. That should be a lot of fun. That's been postponed, uh, as many things were last year. And that will start at the Crichton Theater in June. Then Irma Bombeck at Wits End was also moved several times in 2020. And that is the one-person performance by Carolyn Wong, very talented. And that will also be latter part of June. And then their new season starts in July with Tarzan. So lots of exciting things going on. The Players Theater Company is uh, ending their season with Cabaret in May. And you all might remember Cabaret with Joel Gray uh, (laughs) and some of those interesting uh, song and dance performances. Very musical. They're going to open their 55th season with Matilda the Musical, September 3rd. And then they're going to have Rope in October and A Christmas Story in December. And Rainmaker will start out uh, 2020, then Newsies, Bright Star, and Dearly Departed in June. So another thing is that uh, high school students can register for the Conroe Art League's 2021 Student Award Competition with cash winners. So if you want to find out about that, you can go to their website, ConroeArtLeague.com. And finally, Margaritaville is hosting a Lake Conroe Craft Brewery Tour. It's going to be on Sundays. It's going to start the wine tour. So, and we also have two wineries downtown here that are now open, if you don't know that, Blue Epiphany and uh, the Firm Meadery. 
with Mead Wine. Those are open, and there's another brewery that's getting ready to open. But the, the wine tour will be Sundays at 1 p.m. and tour Bernhardt Winery, Blue Epiphany, and H Wines. And each tasting includes a full glass of wine at each stop and a souvenir glass from Bernhardt Winery. So you can go to textbrewerytours.com to find out about that. So with that, we're going to talk with Dr. Rogers here. So how long have you been in practice now? A long time. A long time. 2002? Yes. Uh, yes. I graduated from chiropractic school in 2000 and have been practicing ever since. So. And you've had to move your office several times to enlarge. um, Yes, we've moved three times. Um, We were over um, off at North Loop 336, and then we bought a building. It was. (laughs) (laughs) And then we bought a building across from the high school, and we've been there ever since, next to Rana's Mexican Grill, who was in the shopping center right next to us. So. And across the street from Conroe High School. And across from Conroe High School. It's a great location. Mm Mm-hmm. And how many doctors do you have there at your practice now? Five, almost Five. six, getting ready to hire wow. our sixth doctor. So the really neat thing is you give back to the community in so many different ways, but one of them is through, don't you have internships? or And mm-hmm. your students go to, well, some of them are at Texas A&M, right? Yes, yes. And I know you're a Texas A&M I'm an alumni. Yes, that's Proud. my hometown. <laughs> Got it bad. <laughs> yes. And uh, so that's really exciting when you see them come back. Absolutely. Right? Absolutely. So we um, we do host a lot of interns, especially our Bearcats. So I love our Bearcats um, because we have so many Bearcats that uh, do their internship in our office. And then they either go on to chiropractic school or OT, PT, athletic trainers. So we have several of our, our babies out there that are have graduated and have careers and then we've also had those that have graduated and come home and joined our practice so that's that's always really exciting. exciting too yeah it comes mm-hmm. full circle yes so uh you have doctors with different specialties too although everybody can help anybody yes but so what are some of the different specialties that they have right now we're all pretty much um holding the same certification so that anyone can come anytime and get the same type of care because we are open six days a week it's impossible for a doctor to be there six days a week so we try to practice very similarly um we do the cox technique which is for i always say it's for the worst of the worst for people that have had disc problems people that have had uh, pain radiating from the neck down into the arm hand people that have had low back pain that radiates down into the leg, people that have even had uh, fusions, we can see those, whether it's a neck fusion or a back fusion, that's not um, a contraindication to care in our clinic. And the Cox technique is a fabulous technique for Tell me a little bit about the Cox technique, what it is. Well, the Cox table is a very special table. It allows us to move the joint in every plane. So uh, sometimes you'll hear things about like decompression, which allows only um, basically opening up the joint in one direction from the top to the bottom. Whereas the Cox technique allows us to move like people actually move. So, um, you know, you don't just stretch up or, or move to the right or to the left. A lot of times it's a combination of of moving forward and twisting at the same time and the cox technique allows us to open the joint in every plane so people get motion that they would have in normal every everyday life and the cox table is a very special and unique table and every doctor in our office is cox technique certified so some of us so it allows easier movement yes overall and it sounds like it's for those that are uh, have extreme pain yes back pain from different pain different things Mm -hmm. going on Mm -hmm. and this will alleviate surgery possibly a lot of times we'll have patients that have come in and they're like i know i you're my last resort i I just think i'm gonna have to have surgery and and then they never go which is is fantastic to keep that non-invasive care without any surgery without drugs and the cox technique is is truly um change the way that we practice and very grateful to Dr. James Cox who invented that because he's he's keeping people from from having invasive surgery that yeah you want to avoid that at all costs yes 
Yes. And is this practice used kind of overall? Is that the accepted chiropractic way to um, do things? There's only currently 10 people in the state of Texas that practice the Cox technique. and So it's unique to your office? Very unique to this office. It's um, probably one of the most profound of all the techniques that we use. But it um, unfortunately, there's just a few of us, there's just a handful of us in Texas that practice that. And five out of the 10 are actually in our office. Wow. Yes. So there you go. <laughs> See, I made you talk about that. Yes. <laughs> you like how that just worked in. Yes. <laughs> so, so you also have uh, the Webster technique. Yes. And that's for babies, right? That's for pregnant women. So what that allows is for the pelvis to get in alignment so the baby can get in position for a more normal, natural delivery. And people that are women that are getting adjusted during pregnancy, we know that it reduces labor by one third and reduces the chance of having a C-section. I, I most, especially first baby, you know, it's like 24 hours of labor generally most times. So if you can cut that by one third, that's, that's fabulous. So yes, yes, I, understand that <laughs> I, I feel that pain <laughs> how long was your first labor uh 20 hours 20 hours yeah that's a long time so if you could have cut yeah. that down and he was nine six that's yeah and he was natural yeah it so. was horrible <laughs> it was horrible <laughs> see I, I, yeah i should have known you then well the, the webster yeah. technique is so is for helping people women get in alignment so they can deliver naturally and without more comfortably too more comfortably more naturally comfortably you want that um less pain, right. better uh, recovery time are very, very helpful for women, even if they've had a C-section in the past and they're trying to have a V-back birth. So that would be a vaginal birth after C-section. Mm -hmm. So a lot of times the reason that we can't deliver na um, naturally is because our pelvis isn't in alignment. And so this helps. It helps get lot. the pelvis in alignment so that the baby can, can get in place. If, if you're pelvis is crooked, you're not going to be able to get that baby out as easy. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You don't want to do the whole forceps thing or any of that. No, that's, nobody wants that's to do just that. horrible. So I know you've had some great successes and a lot <laughs> of babies me, uh, have been born. And now you're working with the babies afterward. I know yes. some success stories yes. from that. that. Lots of fun with that. And so how does that help the baby in the growth when you see the baby right away and start seeing them? I know you're just so excited. Plus, uh, you can't. Can you talk? Okay. So she is um, <coughs> very involved in and in certified with the IPCA for <coughs> pediatrics. And so tell me a little bit about that. So the International Chiropractic Pediatric Association is an international association that certifies chiropractors um specifically in taking care of kids. And so by allowing the infant, um, newborn infant, toddler, all the way up to preschool, school-age children to be in alignment, then their nervous system can send and receive messages properly. So what that does is allows kids to reach their milestones on time, if not before. So we want to reach those milestones on time. So sometimes we've had, if we've had a difficult delivery then it'll interrupt the babies um, to nurse even. And so the head will prefer to be turned to one side or the other, and they won't nurse um, on each side properly. So we help with that. So we're not um, developing a child that is has a neck that only turns um, in one direction or is restricted in the other direction. And then by keeping them on track and in alignment, they can meet that first um holding up their head properly, tummy time, then going into um, rolling over to sitting up to crawling to pulling up to all the major milestones standing and then walking, yes. helping them meet those milestones so that that mm -hmm. nervous system can communicate from the brain to the feet and back without any interference. And so. you love working with kids. They're that, so much that's, fun. <laughs> I mean, any age. Yes. And you even have kids days. Are we you still doing those? Still have kids okay. days once a month. The next one is crazy shirt and hat. So I'm trying to figure out what my costume is going to 
be for that. So And everybody dresses up. We all it dress up. It doesn't matter. Everybody dresses up and plays with the kids and um, you adjust them. Mm-hmm. It, you'll have uh, all kinds of different ones. Uh, just a comic book heroes. Yes. And you've done um, some kind of athletic football. What do you want to be when you grow up? That one's coming after that. And then we're having luau. So, and it's, it's a way to get kids in the office that is non-threatening. We don't want a child to ever be afraid when they come into the office. Like most adults, when we go into the doctor's office, we're sick or we're hurting. So that fear is established already. And we want kids to have an experience of going into the office where it's pure fun and no one is poking or prodding. They're not going to get a and shot. It, yeah, it feels it feels good. Feels they feel good. great right. when they're done. Right. It doesn't hurt them in the process right. either. So that's the whole goal. It doesn't hurt adults night. either. No. <laughs> <laughs> Let me throw that in. <laughs> so that's the, the joy of uh, treating kids is we always want to make that to where it's fun and they're not afraid and that is a, a major goal we we don't want kids to be afraid every time they have to go to the doctor oh office. absolutely not so and, and to that extension you're a lifetime member of the montgomery county fair association yes which is all about kids yes. and scholarships and you were there this weekend right boy were we there this weekend <laughs> <laughs> so we um sponsor the uh sports medicine team and so we were Busy in the arena Friday and Saturday, and um, then we were a shoot sponsor, which we've done that for years, and then uh, we sponsored a Fair Queen candidate this year, and our Fair Queen candidate won. Yay! Yes, we're so <laughs> proud of our um, Fair Queen, uh, Morgan McGee. Who is Morgan. Morgan is actually the daughter ah. Of one of Dr. the McGee. doctors in How our clinic. How fun is that? <laughs> it was the best. So, yeah. Known her since she was a little bitty baby. Remember when they moved back to Conroe from uh, when Dr. McGee was in school in Dallas and moved back home and met her as a teeny tiny baby. And this has been a dream of hers to wow. run for Fair Queen and be Fair Queen. How old is so. she? 17? She's 16. 16. 16. So Lake Creek High School. So we're very proud of, of Morgan. And How it was exciting. a great, exciting weekend. Um, for them so well that's wonderful so um, yes you always are out there for the fair of course unfortunately there was no fair last year so bigger and better this year that's right right. bigger and better so and you also do other little festivals as needed throughout um, the area Conroe, uh, Montgomery, different places. Kids Fest is coming up downtown yes, Conroe. Yes, and you're always involved in Kids Fest. That's another favorite thing. That's the last Saturday in April, right here, downtown Conroe. And you're at one of the health villages. We sponsor the health village. That's yes. what I thought. <laughs> <laughs> I've been doing that for years, right? Well, uh, Debbie Glenn and I were at the first meeting where yeah. we started organizing uh, Kids Fest, and that was in 2004. Four. Really? Yes. And she. I didn't know that. Yes. She was, uh, I think I was one of the first people she told that she was expecting her fourth child. So I always remember how old her youngest is because we were um, huh. getting prepared for Kids Fest and having an organizational meeting. So wow. I always know how old her youngest one is. Oh, so Wow. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And now she helps out sometimes at the restaurant. She yeah. does everything. She's yeah. all over. Yeah. She has, she has great kids. Yes. One's in the Navy in Hawaii. <laughs> Sounds like a great place to be. I know. My son <laughs> tried to get to Hawaii. No, he's, in South, he's going to South Korea. Anyway, so, okay, um, what are we missing? We're missing uh, Patient Appreciation Day yes. is coming up. So some, you have that twice a year. We usually have it twice a year. Of course, last year things... Um, Yesterday didn't count for anything. Oh. <laughs> it didn't count for anything. So we're just skipping over that. Oh. But generally you have it in uh, the spring and the fall. Yes. And uh, tell, tell us about Patient Appreciation Day, which is going to be on uh, Saturday, May 15th. Yes, we are so excited to get to have an in-person event this year. We, we will still be social distancing. We'll still be... Um, following all the CDC requirements. But um, it's going to be Saturday, May 15th, and we're going to start at 7.30 in the morning. And in the morning, we will serve uh, breakfast. And then about 10.30, we're going to switch over 
to Hawaiian style food because it's a luau theme. Oh, Since nobody got to go anywhere <laughs> last year, we're just going to go ahead and blow You're it just out have a party. right at the beginning of the summer. And Cody Spence and Candace oh. Spence with All Star Catering are going to Bacon. do. That's all are they, bacon. Uh, is, is bacon Hawaiian food? I, I don't know. It could be. It could be. <laughs> that candy-covered bacon is always yes. outstanding. But we're going to have luau uh, theme, and we're going to have Hawaiian-style food, and the all-star catering is going to cater. Is we, this outside or inside? We or are going to have some things outside and some things inside so we can spread out a little bit. We are going to have a photo booth. A CASA will be there. So I want to talk a little bit about CASA, which is court, yeah, tell me about CASA court appointed you... um, special advocates. Mm -hmm. And what that does is it helps advocate for kids that are in the foster system. And with 20, with that being said, 2020, our kids that are neglected or abused had the only voice most of the time was with the schools identifying that abuse and sadly most of those kids were not in school at all in 2020 now they're coming back to school and these cases are being identified and the need is hmm. tremendous and so our caseload for our social workers helping these kids is through the roof right now every family uh, law attorney that you talk to speaks of the horrendous need that these kids have right now and the the load is is more than the court system can actually bear and so we want to help these kids in the foster system especially with all the neglect that happened last year doing to cases not being able to be identified well and families were locked in yes. and loss of jobs and things like that so it wasn't a great environment for many families not 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 at all and so we're going to be raising money for CASA Saturday, May 15th, and for any of our existing patients, so if you're an existing patient and you fell out of care in 2020 and you have a heart for kids, come back in. We'd love to see you come back in. We'll get you uh, going again for a $25 donation to CASA. And if you are a new patient that you've been thinking about coming in or you have a problem and you want to talk to the doctor about it, come on in. It's a $25 donation to CASA and we'll uh, get you set up. We'll have you have some time set aside for you to sit down and talk to the doctor. The doctor is going to go through um, what's going on with you, spend um, time with you one-on-one, -on -one, and then um, we'll do an examination and then we'll take some x-rays and we'll do the report of findings. And that way you can come in, check us out, see whether or not uh, you want to proceed with care, and you get to help kids out that way too. And so it's a win-win. It's a win-win. It's a win-win. Bring your kids, have some fun, eat have some them lunch, look at, uh, you get looked at, and you'll feel a whole lot better. 3303 West Davis by Conroe High School. Did you know that she was voted the best chiropractic doctor in Montgomery County um, many times over, many, many times over? And I just want to give a shout out to her because I've known uh, Dr. Rogers for a period of time. I think we met when we were both princesses. <laughs> I was wondering if we met then or, or before, or maybe with MCABW. Or were or, you, you were a diplomat, diplomat for the chamber? I was. I won okay. the Diplomat of the Year in 2015. Okay. That's <laughs> no surprise. When. <laughs> so when, when did you first move to Conroe? 2000. Okay. So probably but not too can. long after that. Perhaps so. I don't know. We've been on the roundabout in the same direction. So a couple things that I failed to mention. I mean, of course, it's all very uh, holistic approach. So you want to avoid any kind of surgery to feel better. Holistic being your whole body naturally kind of thing to relieve pain. And also uh, for general wellness, you don't have to be in pain to come see you, right? Absolutely. They don't need to say, oh, only come when you're in pain. No, it's an ongoing thing. And you also do... Um, corporate lunches, business lunches, and talk about living healthy, living longer, right? Yes, absolutely. So corporate wellness, and you can help people in their workplace uh, and uh, safe work techniques as well. So you're also an Emerald Club member of the Conroe Chamber, and uh, that means you're the elite 
member of the chamber. You've been around a long time. You're very classy, and you care about people. So that is May 15th, and uh, why don't you give your phone number? 936-441-9990. Thank you, Margie. Absolutely, and you can also go to their website, www.rogerstein.com. Come on, let's get on the program here. <laughs> it's just so pretty outside. It's beautiful. Outside, and I get distracted. <laughs> you know, nice big window here. Anything else you want to add? That's it. Thanks for having us, Margie. Really appreciate you and all the things that you do for the community. You're I out and about all you. the time. You're awesome. Well, it's about helping the community you live in, right? Absolutely. And I know you're a big believer in that. Mm -hmm. So we will see you again at the fairgrounds. Oh, yeah. I'll be out there this week and this weekend. Okay. Wonderful. Thanks, Stacey. Thank we you. We appreciate it. So we're going to take a little break and then hear back from Montgomery County 911. Since 2004, Roger Stein Chiropractic has offered spine and joint manipulation services to residents of Montgomery County and surrounding areas. Conditions treated include lower back pain, migraines, headaches, whiplash, carpal tunnel, neck pain, sciatica, joint pain, sports injuries, herniated discs, and complications from pregnancy. Roger Stein Chiropractic, led by Dr. Stacy Rogers and Dr. Brian McGee, is an integrity-verified chiropractic clinic. Call 936-441-9990 for an appointment or visit rogerssteinchiropractic.com. That's R-O-D-G-E-R-S-S-T-E-I-N, chiropractic.com. Team Sinisi is a proud sponsor of Conroe Culture News. Vinny Sinisi and his professional team provide comprehensive real estate services throughout the greater Montgomery County area and beyond. Whether looking to buy, sell, or invest in real estate, Team Sinisi has an impeccable reputation. Contact Team Sinisi for a great experience at TeamSinisi.com. That's T-E-A-M-S-I-N-I-S-I.com. What can the Better Living for Texans program do for you? You can learn how to increase your consumption of fruits and vegetables, choose foods that are relatively inexpensive and good to eat, make your food dollars last longer, prepare quick, nutritious meals, help your children learn how to eat healthier snacks, and much more. Our program is committed to helping people like you improve your health through providing research-based nutrition education in a friendly, cost-free, and relaxed environment. We are Texas A&M AgriLife Extension, helping Texans make their lives better. Listen in Mondays at noon to hear Conroe news from local nonprofits, businesses, upcoming events, Conroe Park events, news stories, and information that matters to you with your host, Margie Taylor of Taylorized PR. For more information about being a guest, visit IRLoneStar.com slash Conroe Culture. Lone Star Community Radio is looking for those who are interested in hosting their own talk show with monthly and weekly slots available on Conroe's FM 104.5 and 106.1 and on IRLoneStar.com. Start your own podcast, create your first YouTube channel, and be on TV. Contact Lone Star Community Radio online at IRLoneStar.com or call the station message line at 936-647-3776. are back. I am Margie Taylor, your host, and this is sponsored by Roger Stein Chiropractic. We just heard from Dr. Rogers a little bit earlier. And Vinny Sinisi, Team Sinisi, is also a proud sponsor for all of your buying, selling, or refinancing, uh, investing, real estate needs throughout Montgomery County and the counties that are right next to us here in Montgomery County. So we're now going to hear from Montgomery County 911. I have Christy Fogelman Dunn, the did I say your name right? Okay. <laughs> the training coordinator, Diana Bell from Conroe PD, and Lisa Puffer from the Woodlands Fire Department. So we're going to talk all about how Montgomery County 911 works and uh, why it's so important because you cover the whole county, where the calls go, how y'all are getting the calls and all of that. 
So um, let's just start. So what happens when I call 911? What happens? Diana? All right, go. I, I, well, I would probably answer. Or one you of answer? My, so yep. it goes to the Woodlands... Um, well... No, the Conroe yeah, Police Department. Yeah, it would be the Conroe Police Department. You will push your microphone oh, a little bit closer. Sure okay. If you're um, in the city limits of, of Conroe, then it's going to route to the Conroe Police Department. If you're outside the city limits, it'll route to Montgomery County Sheriff's Department. So depending on where your location is, that's where it's going to route to. And then and I'm going to ask you, what's the location of your emergency? Um, what's going on? Your name? As much details as you can get. As much. Well, and the thing I'd like to say, answer, like, for anyone that's calling in, answer the questions that we're asking you. That helps us get help to you faster. Because a lot of times people call in and they want to tell every single detail of what's going on. And if we just get the main thing. Because they're panicking. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so you try to keep them Yeah. So if talking, I ask you your location, uh, even if you don't know the address, get the what's around you? You know, do you see a business? Um, are you passing anything? And then that way it kind of gives me an eye. Because believe it or not, it, we don't always know where you are, despite what the TV shows tell you. <laughs> um, that, you know, we kind of can get a general location, but it won't pinpoint. Can you tell by cell phones? Within so many meters. But that's not always reliable no that can range anywhere from telling us you're within 18 meters or nine meters to 2,000 4,000 meters it, it's not re as reliable as what you would think yeah so your your name your address what's the problem yes kind of the key reason yes. why you're calling exactly if we have your location and we know where you are we can send everybody to help but if we don't know where you are, it doesn't matter if we know that you need police or fire or EMS, we don't know where to send them. So the key is making sure that we know exactly where you're at. Yes, location is key. Yeah. And whenever calls go into the police department, they'll be the ones to say, you know, do you need police, fire, or EMS? And whenever they say fire or EMS, that's when the calls get routed to the fire department um, or to Montgomery County Hospital District. So the Woodlands actually does- You're the hub. Over yes, there. so we do the dispatching for the entire county mm -hmm. minus Conroe. So I've seen that over yeah. with uh, Leadership mm -hmm. Montgomery County. Right. So Back when they did in-person things. Yeah, <laughs> so it's a little bit different. People don't really know that. So we yes. actually dispatch That's for cool. 11 fire departments um, and just everywhere in Montgomery County except for Conroe. Um, we can't. We have the ability to dispatch for Conroe Fire if we need to. Um, but they do, do their own. Right. Yeah. Um, we will do the overflow for all the EMS calls that Montgomery County Hospital District does not answer, so we are skilled in fire and EMS dispatch. Mm -hmm. um, and as far as, like they're saying, just is, especially with fires, we want to know what's going on right now yeah. and what's on fire right now. And, and we ask a some questions and some people think we're asking too many questions but really there's a method to the madness and we just want people to answer you know as quick you short and sweet as possible what's going on right this moment and then at, know that at the end of the call or after we're finished with our questions we're going to give you all the time you need to tell us exactly what you've wanted to get out whether you're making a complaint or you have other details you want to give us uh, we'll take all of that just try to get through that portion so we can get help on the way so you were saying that you can't really track where the call's coming from accurately for the most part. Is that right? Most of the time it's, it's Do you record accurate. it? Do you record the calls? Yes, all calls are recorded. All calls are recorded? Just in case you need, yeah. you need them. What is a uh, primary PSAP? A primary PSAP is the answering point. When you dial 911, the calls are routed to a, what's called a primary PSAP, depending on your location. So it'll either go to Conroe Police Department or to Montgomery County Sheriff's Office. And then once they determine your location and if you need police, fire, or EMS, if you need fire, if you need police, you've already been routed to that primary source. But if you need fire or EMS, those are secondary. There's PSAPs. a secondary. Okay. And there will be a transfer involved in your call. And the first thing they're going to do is relay your location. We have to be able to confirm location at least twice. If, it, if we get good details, then we can use that first ping as our first um, determination of where you are. But getting that voice confirmation from you of your location has to be that secondary confirmation. So I know uh, my husband is a firefighter, and he was a fire chief in uh, East Montgomery County for a dozen years. So I know that 
fire pretty much responds to anything, don't they? Don't they go out for most calls? Most calls, emergency yes. calls. So we'll go out to not a shooting necessarily well, or anything well, like we that. We actually, yeah, we, but, we will yeah. be called for that sometimes to stage, but um, for most calls, but the only calls that people would think that we would go to that we actually do not respond to would be like cats and trees or something like that. Um, do people still call about oh, that? Yes. You would do be so surprised. Yes. I mean, yes, Hollywood has done a number on the fire department for cats <laughs> and trees. So everybody just call someone with a cherry picker, like a tree trimming company, something like that. But otherwise, we have never taken a skeleton of a cat out of a tree. They do come down. Um, so other than that, we, we do try to go out and we'll do service calls as much as we can. Just, you know, everything's depending on staffing, but we... I mean, most of the calls are medical, really. Yeah, there's a lot of medical calls. And, um, you know, a lot of grass fires, especially this Mm -hmm. right now, it's really dry outside. So, you know, everybody's just got to watch their burn piles. Very, you know, keep an eye on everything. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. So, um, so you gave me a list of few things to talk about, but let's talk about uh, Smart 911. So we've discussed how location isn't always pinpoint to what you think that it should be. So we have a couple of different programs in Montgomery County. One of them is called Smart 911. Um, You can go to smart911.com or download the app on your phone. And when you sign up, you have the ability to give whatever information that you choose, um, such as your home address, the people that live in your home, um, vehicles that you drive, the, your pet's names. You can even add photos of your family, yourself. Your I've pet. done that, so I yes. know. Yes. yes. Um, my, when my boys were off in college, I added my sons to my account, and I put their addresses either in Kilgore and College Station um, in the vehicles that they drove. Uh, that way, if they're in an area that utilizes Smart 911 and they dial 911, my contact information pops up as part of their household so that they always know how to get a hold of their mom. Um that's then, important. Yeah, it is very important. <laughs> is. Mm-hmm. Um, there's also the ability to put medical alerts and things of that nature. Mm-hmm. We had some um, of our coworkers there when I worked for Conroe PD. Um, who we had a sergeant whose mother-in-law um, always seemed to have um, medical emergencies that would occur, and maybe she could dial but not get out what was needed. And so he was able to create a profile, link it to him, so they knew how to get a hold of him. But also, if you think about someone who is in an emergency and they can't speak, mm-hmm. um, this gives us that ability to confirm everything we need to know and get the help to them quickly. So like maybe if you have asthma or yes. any other seizures, any heart condition, anything Absolutely. like that that you can't really yeah. tell. Yes. <laughs> you um, know. The, the neat part um, in providing this information is it, you're not creating a database of information that the police can go search or someone can go dig up all the information on you. Um, the people that created the Smart 911 program made it so that that only pops up when someone dials 911. It is not a database that we can go searching through to find people's information. So unless they dial 911, we don't see it. But when they do, we can get them the help they need. So if somebody calls 911 and you answer the call, you can it pops up? Yes. Yeah. It yes. just pops up on the screen. And, and it kind of gives like a little map of the area mm-hmm. that kind of lets you know. So where. that's helpful to knowing yes. where they're at, Yes. too. And when, when someone dials 911 from their cell phone, the only thing that we get is their cell phone number, um, coordinates to the tower that it hit initially, yeah. and then if we're lucky, um, it will give us a good... Um, what we call a phase two location. It, it cycles and says, here's a better location of where they're at. Um, and then it tells us who their cell phone providers are. It doesn't give us a name. It doesn't no. tell us who the phone belongs to. There's nothing else. So Smart 911 has really fixed that. And it's really easy to do. Yes. Is to just sign easy. up. Yeah. Isn't it like smart911.org? Or dot com. Dot com. Yeah. Dot com. com. And so that helps you also. So tell me about the alert system as well. The texts that you get. We have uh, two different options in Montgomery County. We have a program called Alert MCTX that covers the entire county. And then we have Alert Conroe that is specific to the city limits of Conroe. You can sign up for one or you can sign up for both. Um, When you do that, we push out alert messaging through there. So you can sign up for the National Weather Service alerts and things of that nature. 
but um, a few years back, there was the escapee in mm -hmm. Conroe on Super Bowl Sunday. I remember that. Yes. Yeah. And um, I was working that day, and we were able to use the system. Stay in your homes. Yes. yes. <laughs> we were able to use the system to broadcast information out to the citizens to let them know, you know, stay in your homes, report anything suspicious. This is what we're looking for. But without being signed up for that, then you're kind of at the mercy of whatever social media or news that you might be watching at the time. This is yeah. a quick, instant access to information. Yeah. Well, yeah, and I get a lot of those texts. I mean, because we get weather alerts. We yeah. have weather here. Yeah. <laughs> we have all kinds of things. During Harvey, when we were needing to evacuate subdivisions that were flooding, people that were signed up to utilize that service, we could put what we call a geofence. We could put a hmm. circle around mm -hmm. that subdivision and shoot a message out. And if you were signed up for one of those alerting systems, then you were being notified by text message, phone call, email, however you choose to be alerted to let you know, hey, we're going to evacuate the subdivision. Yeah, if you is. need some help getting specific out, let to us you. know so we yep. can get to those houses. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. So let's see. Uh, multitasking. You do more than one thing? Oh my gosh. <laughs> Just a few things. A lot. Um, so tell me about it. What, what is your role? A lot of times you take a call. You're trying to figure out where they are any history with this phone number, this, especially if they hang up. So we're looking for history with that phone number. Um, if, it, if it's a landline, of course, it gives us an address. We're looking for history with that address, any medical problems. So then you can alert to whoever's yes. coming out. Okay, exactly. they've already been out there three times this exactly. week or whatever the or case we have is. This, you know, this is the kind of situation we're dealing with. Or maybe there's a domestic yes. disturbance of some Yes, sort. and a lot of times they can't talk or they'll just call and drop the phone. So... I tell people a lot of times, if you can't talk, just leave the line open so we can kind of keep up with where you are and hear what's going on, and I can keep the officers updated on what's happening there. But a lot of people don't realize it's not just answering phones. Um, we are checking people. We are confirming on warrants, um, running criminal history. There's a lot of things that's happening simultaneously while you're still answering the phone. Sometimes How I'm many people are on your team? Mine, I have, including myself, five. So sometimes... It doesn't seem like very many. There's not a lot of us <laughs> in the room. Yes. People think there's just this huge this call center, room, yeah. but right. just a, we, we only have four. Yeah. And then they have to work 24-7, different yes. shifts. Yes, we're Absolutely. there all the time. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, I've had, at times I've worked radio. I'm answering the non-emergency and emergency phones at the same time. You do time. whatever mm -hmm. it takes. Yeah. When it's busy, it's busy. Right. The city doesn't care that you haven't eaten <laughs> or that, you know, it's... It doesn't it's matter. Time. It doesn't matter. You get a surprise ice storm. Is yes. it stressful? Yes. It can be. Well, no, I'm going to just tell the truth. It is. Yeah. Yeah, it is. I mean, you feel a lot of pressure oh, yeah. to... Yeah be on top of things right, you don't yeah. want to make mistakes that's exactly sure. absolutely not life and death is it in can your be, hands yeah yeah and the fire you're constantly when you're dispatching you have so many units going out at once depending on what the situation is and also you'd be watching the weather at the mm -hmm. same time watching wind speeds watch calling electric companies power companies yeah. so are y'all always focused into the news what's happening around you absolutely. what's going on yeah we Definitely. How do you monitor that? Cognizant. Usually the news, um, and we get updates. Um, there's alerts or emails that come out from this, you know, the city that this is what's going on. We have this going on in the area, whatever the case may be. But most of the time, the news. We know what's happening. Okay, well, this is going on, so we can expect this kind of. So was it less time. with the shutdown? Yeah. For a while. It was and it wasn't. <laughs> so we had more domestic calls. During the shutdown. Understood. Everybody got on everyone's nerves and they wanted out and, you know, everybody couldn't handle that pressure. And it was a scary time because it was something we've never dealt with in our lifetime. Mm -hmm. So, you know, people were calling in. There's more than 10 people outside and they're hanging out, that kind of thing. And There were definitely less medical calls during yeah. the shutdown, just, you know, less frequent flyers. They didn't want yeah. to go to the hospital where... Or, you know, yeah. that's a good thing or a bad thing because people weren't getting the care that they needed to at the same time. So sure. That, that did happen. on both ends. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Huh. It's been. It's so how many people do you have on your team? Well, we are a four-person staff. We can work off of three. So imagine wow. three people. Mm -hmm. All the time. Around. One person's working. Um, 
what we call dispatching and motor vehicle accidents, and then another person has responsibility for all the other channels as well. And if that other person needs to three total, phone, three yeah. at one time, three total at one time, three and then total. We switch, and then we usually we work on four, but we can work on three. So if somebody needs a day off for whatever reason, we can work off of and three. And this is 24-7. 24-7. Every day. So we have four shifts that rotate out. And we work 12-hour shifts for us. Yeah, we do too. Do you have people bring you food? Yes. <laughs> people like to bring food. They usually bring it for the firefighters. They don't realize that there's a bunch of dispatchers upstairs yeah. that are hungry. So we'll just call downstairs and <laughs> wow. beg. But they, yeah, people do. I mean, everybody... I mean, there's, we have a lot of really nice citizens, so we just, we're happy with our community and where we're at. And How long have um, you been doing it? I've been doing it for over three and a half years now. You like that, it? I love it. It's I exciting. It. Yeah, it's exciting. It's, it's not no day's regular. No day the same, right? Absolutely no. not. No, 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 you never know what you're going to get. That's <laughs> no, for sure. true. Yeah, this so is true. definitely love what we do, I think. That is the thing. There's so much pressure. There is so much fast pace on your feet um think quickly kind of moments um dispatchers are amazing they're amazing humans um in a moment when the phone rings and they pick it up in that instant they have to be yeah. prepared to handle whatever is thrown their way whether it be homicide suicide robbery um accidents fatalities it, they have to be prepared so do you go through a training that so that you know how yes. to handle the calls absolutely. very extensive training and then there's counseling because you know we take death calls yeah so absolutely. if there's counseling available um you know because uh, it will affect you and you don't have the the luxury of stopping what you're doing to go deal with that because there's more calls coming in there's stuff steady happening so sometimes when you get off it hits you all at once like man i just so you do need those days off, that time and counseling if you need it to, yeah, to deal with Days off are that. precious. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's a your... lot for a person to deal with their worst moment, but these dispatchers are dealing with 12 hours of someone's worst moment. Yeah. And to be honest with you, there aren't any that I know um, that I've worked with or, or continue to work with here in Montgomery County that that don't absolutely enjoy being able to help people in that way. And yeah. all of the stress is worth it in the long run when they're able to know that they made a difference. Mm -hmm. So You yeah. have to love helping people. You can't come into this thinking, oh, I'm just going to answer phones. or it's, it's not a necessarily glamorous job, mm -hmm. but you have to. You don't get to know the end. No. You know, you a don't lot of times we don't. So you just know that this terrible thing happened. But you don't know what the outcome was, and you just move on to the next. And that can bother you, too, you know. You say a prayer for them, and you keep on kicking. Yeah. Well, what kind of background did you have to have to take on this role? Um, I think people come from all different all backgrounds different. to do it. Yeah. But, I mean, as far as fire and EMS go, we have people that, you know, EMT all the way up to fire chiefs that are dispatchers. And, I mean, just a Ford come from no background at all, but you have that type of person who's really ready to take on that yeah. role and can multitask. It's more personality. And, yeah. yeah, and mm -hmm. and Definitely. really if you are, you know, made for it and that you really want to help people, it, if you don't, it's going to show. And so we have people on probation for a year. Um, and so at the end of a year, if things aren't working out or before then or you haven't quite caught on or – you know, because you can tell if somebody's not yeah. happy with it because right. they're not yes. going to put that effort into it. Mm -hmm. And you have to be able to really anticipate what your responders are going to need. And the field responders really need you to be on top of everything and make sure you're knowing because they're right there in it, too. So it takes all of us working together. It does. Mm -hmm. it really does. Wow. So sometimes kids call, right? <laughs> <laughs> tell me about that. Uh, well, oftentimes parents will give their old phones to the kids. Because it's, but it can still call 911. And so they will call. I have a little boy that calls quite often asking me to help him play Minecraft. And oh my if it's not busy, you know, I'll talk to him. I don't know anything about Minecraft, but I'm like, should you be asleep by now? You know, where are your parents? <laughs> They're asleep. I was like, well, I'm pretty sure they think you're asleep, you know. But um, sweet kid, but he's just, he wakes up and he calls 911. And by now he knows his phone doesn't do anything but call 911. Oh my so gosh. So he's like, hey, it's me, you know. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah. But That's funny. I, they don't just give your phone to kids because it will still dial 911. And that also takes up if somebody out. else needs it to does. be that it does. Uh, it contacting 911 for an emergency right. situation exactly. if there's only so many people answering the yes. phone, you know. Yes. And you, I do have to explain to him, you know, this is for life or death emergencies. 
you can't be calling 911, you know. And sometimes we're able to find out where he's at, you know, let the parents know, hey, your children are calling 911. And like, no, no one called here. So, you know. And not only are there a limited number of, re of people on the floor to answer those phones, but there are not an unlimited number of 911 lines mm -hmm. that will come in. Um, that when when there's an accident down the freeway, you can imagine how many people driving by are calling exactly. 911 because the responders are not on scene. So they're making sure that someone knows what's happened, and that's that's fine. But at the same time, there are not an unlimited number. So when a child is utilizing mm -hmm. that resource, it could cost someone else the ability to not get the help they need. Exactly. So. Hmm. I find child Important callers stuff. to be some of our best callers too whenever there is an yes. emergency they know yes. how to just answer your questions and well if it's an authentic emergency then absolutely. that makes sense yes. Yes. you know yeah. Children they, they need to learn how yeah. to use that yep. yes. and i'm sure that they do they in do. school that yeah. if for any reason absolutely. they're in a situation that needs um an adult help yeah. to call children yeah. typically don't panic and they mm -mm. follow instruction very well yeah just yeah. very matter of fact and tell you exactly yes. what you want to know and it, be it's amazed. very transparent yeah. so do you often have to help um, somebody with a medical emergency yes normally um, we trans we get EMS on the line and we stay on the line to make sure we're not needed because sometimes even though it's a medical emergency the family is panicking so they may need an officer to kind of help calm things down so they can give them the medical attention that they need but normally we just get EMS on the line hmm. Very interesting. Now, I know when I talked to Andrea Wilson, she wanted it specifically for this Monday. Do you have something coming up, or is it important that y'all were here? Something about 911. Yes. This Tell week, me about that. This week, from Sunday um, throughout the remainder of the week, is National Public Safety Telecommunicator Week. So, across, so it's your week. Yes, it's it is our week. week. All right, yes. all right. The heroes <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> across the United States. They're honoring public safety telecommunicators. So dispatchers, um, in police, fire, EMS, in public safety fields. If you see one, make sure that you thank them for the work that they do this week. That's awesome. Yeah, that's good, good to, to know. Yeah. <laughs> so, do you get cakes and food and stuff? Oh yes, yes. Our yeah. our offices are definitely full of cupcakes right now. <laughs> okay, well. That's sweet. Absolutely. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Keeps us alert. So any last parting words to anybody? We're thankful yeah. to, um, we're thankful to the citizens. We're thankful um, that they're there. We're thankful that we're able to help them. Yeah. Um, and again, make sure that if you do not have a Smart 911 profile that you get one um, and alerting whether it be Alert Connor or Alert MCTX is really vital in emergencies so that we can get you the information you need. Well, thank you. Thank you guys you. are truly heroes, the unseen heroes, but you are heard in what you do. So I appreciate y'all coming on today. Thank Thanks you so much. Thanks so much. much.